have you ever just like been ready to to just like do something and like all your plans get thrown out the window yep again. every night when my wife tells me she's tired <laughs> sometimes. And welcome to Talk to the Nerd, a podcast about the hobbies your heart most desires. My name is Ryan Hall. And my name is Richard Lasco. How you doing, buddy? I'm I'm good. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. 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 I'm bit all right. A, bit of a I'm here. Rough morning. It's it's been a it's been a day. <laughs> it's been a crazy day. Yeah, so. it's only like not even not even one yet. Yeah. Yeah. We've gotten through not even half the day, depending on when you wake up. <sighs> <laughs> and when Tell you me about it. Tell me about it. Yeah, I still got I still got twelve hours before I go to sleep, so I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't go to bed till like one to I've three in the morning, probably fourteen, maybe fifteen. It depends if on, I push it. Yeah, it depends on the day. I I typically go to bed around two to three. You know, my wife's a night owl, and and I'm kind of a night owl, so we we basically just don't sleep like ever. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I end up going to sleep around two two thirty. Partly just because I'm up being a nerd and playing games yeah. or editing. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I'll probably end up doing. <laughs> is I'm going to go home. I'm going to take a drama mean pill and play my game. Play some VR. Zenith. Yeah, play some Zenith. Heck yeah. Try to level some up a little bit. Yeah, you said you're on level but, 10? Yeah. I'm on level 10 right now, which isn't very high. I, I, there's people that have been playing. It's only been out for like two weeks, a week and a half, yeah. two weeks or whatever. And there are people that are like 40, 50, like super high and because like that is what character. they do with their lives yeah their that is second they character their is like level 20 <laughs> and i'm like how do you what but whatever you know what it's fine you guys yeah. have fun I, i'm gonna i'm excited to play but yep i just can't i have so much going on <laughs> but uh it is what it is yes sir yes sir oh we are actually finishing up the last season of attack on titan right now we binged really the entire show in the last like month attack yeah. on titan i'm just just now getting the wife into it yeah um and unfortunately she wanted to watch it dubbed and you know people have their opinions on dubbed and subbed i like i like dubbed but i also like subbed if i've started something on subbed yeah then i want to finish it sub tokyo ghoul i want to watch subbed because that's how i started it i understand that i totally get that you know we had we had um, also Naruto sounds terrible dubbed. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those. So I I watch typically I watch dubbed mainly because I like to be doing more than one thing. 
at a time and it's it's a bad habit of mine but I i'll mean, like that's fair i'll be playing like solitaire while i'm watching you know a solitaire game you know whatever whatever that looks like some puzzle game while we're watching the show right and i can't do that if it's subbed now there are some sh- shows that are either only subbed or are just really good that i want to watch and they're really i like the sound of them subbed so i will we'll watch them with subtitles right um it, it's a weird thing it just depends on what we're doing or what i want to do at the time and so like Dr. Stone, I started watching Dr. Stone recently and uh, it's really good, but it's only available su- with subs right now. It's not available dubbed. Hey, speaking of animes, did you mention that you watched something about a shield? Hero? Yeah. Rising They're of coming shield out with Hero? a season two. I know. And I'm so excited because it's going to be really good. <laughs> like I really liked the first season. It was super intense. I've talked about it before on the show, but man, it was good. I- I'm excited to see season two. That's fantastic. Okay. So do we have a question today? Uh, we actually do comes to us from Ethan. Thank okay. you. Thank you, Ethan. Thank you, Ethan. Um he kinda he sent two because his second one kind of um critiques his first one here. Uh what in your opinion makes for a great character death in specifically a show or series of movies? Or mm. better yet, uh who are some characters that miss great story opportunities to die? Um, what are the, some of the best and worst examples of, you know, great character deaths and specifically shows and stuff. So, yeah. Um, I love, I love this question. Yeah, no, this question is fantastic. Just on, on a scale, like character deaths ha- can have so much meaning to a story and can really just create a conclusion for a character that is amazing and it can add so much depth to the other characters around that character death it's really interesting yeah honestly it's a very complicated question for me because a great character death just means that his story or her story or their story ended where it was supposed to end or you know depending on their circumstances it didn't end where it was supposed to end and that's where it was supposed to end to make for a good character you know what i mean yes you know what i mean so yeah man i'm trying to i'm trying to think of examples off the top of my head okay. it's been a while since i've so, watched because he didn't say movies no tv shows specifically so uh let's one that i think is you know i watched that show a long time ago but uh game of thrones i was about to say fucking game of thrones yeah it does not count for this bullshit really well here's the thing like <laughs> Like so, some of the characters in Game of Thrones. I mean, it's it's popular. Minor spoilers, but people die all the time in that show, right? All the time, everybody dies, and a lot of the time, it's the good guys that are dying first, and then the bad guys might die, maybe. Like the guys, and I say bad with quotations. The people who have a lot. Everyone the, in that show is bad. Well, take the the like first the one. Part. The the first death that was like a major character death was Ned Stark. Okay. Right, like Ned Stark was one of those characters. He was like this one. He died, and it was that was the shocker of the show because he was like the one that everybody was kind of rooting for. He was the one that people were excited about because he he was the hero. He was the good guy, right? Everybody, he was the one who was fighting for freedom and fighting for good things. He was the one who was trying to fight corruption and all this stuff, right? He was the one doing all of the things that most people would consider good. Right. He was the first character to die. Like, actually, physically, on the show, like, to publicly die. First season. First season. The end of the first season, he was the first one to die. And everybody was shocked because they're like, how do do you kill off your, quote, main character? 
and and the writer was like there there is no main character like that was the whole point of this show and this right, book series right. was there was no main character every everyone sees the uh the dragon lady whatever her name is yeah um, daenerys daenerys as the main character i feel like at least that's a, what I mean, i've seen a lot a lot but back then she was kind of this interesting side character that people liked but also wasn't necessarily as focused on mm-hmm. it really was ned stark that was the and, most focused and got married to jason momoa yes <laughs> and then jason momoa died <laughs> really yeah he died like the end of the first dude her two. brother freaks me out creeps me the fuck out yeah well we don't even need to get into too much but back to character deaths but then there's the other side where it's like you know a character should die and then doesn't if we look at um mm-hmm. look at uh colson look at uh colson from uh shield golly you know the first avengers movie he dies and you know that was one of those movies where that that moment that character death was fantastic because it was impactful to the characters it was it, the like, catalyst it was the catalyst to creating the avengers as we know it it was this like major moment where there was this hero now who was you know this person who wasn't even who was just a normal guy but was so brave and, and took his death you know you know as a as a hero and was amazing um and i but then marvel really like everybody was so upset about it that they created their own show that was agents of shield right and colson was in that show as this like and there was reasons that he was revived and blah 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 um but it 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 just is i i i liked the show it was a decent show for what it was but I do think it kind of almost cheapened the death, right? It would cheapened the the moment that we had of him dying because now they're like, oh, well, we can just bring him back. It's not a big deal. Right, it, right. It negates the, the – and I think that's the point of, of the question as well is like if you, if you have these character deaths and there's this moment where it's important for them to be dead, but then just because of popularity or because you want more money, you're going to revive that character, I think it cheapens the moment. Um that's okay i was about to say well that's a movie but it's a series of movies and if that's the case i'm gonna bring in darth vader i thought darth vader's death the way that went anakin skywalker's death and then darth vader's death i thought was great yes and anakin skywalker dying when he joined the dark side yes becoming darth vader and then darth vader dying saving his son we and when you really get into it we have the clone wars we have star wars rebels uh we we, we have so much stuff rogue one you know four five six one two and three yeah um not in solo there was he wasn't in solo that was not much going on in that one but it, we had so much build up you know, as a whole for, for Anakin, the character that he was in episode one, two, and then Clone Wars, and then episode three, and then what are you doing with my vacuum cleaner? Sorry, it's it looks not like a gun. gun. It looks it's like not a gun. gun. <laughs> I just see this sitting over here and it's like, I know that's a vacuum cleaner. Click, click the button. But it, it click. has a it has a trigger. Yes, it does. And, and Oh, it's dead. It's it's dead. But I, I had to the little lights blinking saying it needs to recharge. You know, okay, so that one's not ours. That's um our roommates, but the other one, which is the same <laughs> brand, you can it's great because you pull the top and it unloads all the dirt in it and then you have to push it up, click it. You literally it, have to reload, you have to reload the, the, the freaking vacuum cleaner seen... and it has a trigger, like where it's supposed to be. 
have you seen there there's tiktoks where people will like they'll like make jokes about different stuff and one of the things they'll do is like re- how you reload in, in video dude, games no, those are my favorite videos and they'll take off like they'll they, do they, vacuum there's cleaners a specific they'll pop person it on tiktok that does that and <laughs> i so love it so much <laughs> love it so much he's done it with like baby toys and vacuum cleaners and oh my gosh it's great duh what Da, 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 da. Oh, 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 oh. Hello, everybody. I have a newly named bit. Oh, Thank you to all oh. of our amazing fans who were on our Facebook. And it's came Richard's ideas. Little Bits. It is not that. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the bag of holding? Yes. What's in the bag of holding? That one was, that was my favorite. I, I I love that name so much. What's in the bag of holding? I know it's it's amazing. Oh, I'm excited! I'm excited. You got something to stump me this time because I hope so. Because okay, <laughs> I have. I don't have multiple choice. I want you. To, I want you to what you think this is. Okay. Okay. Wait. Pause. Anakin da- Skywalker's death was so amazing because of all the buildup and who he was. And Darth Vader's <laughs> death was awesome because he went up through all this fucking shit and turmoil. And then he saved his son. He's like, "No, this is bullshit. The Emperor manipulated me all these years, and that's why it was a great death." Continue. Okay. Uh. <laughs> so good. Uh. What is the Bagman in D and D? The Bagman is a monster that lives inside of the bag I of hate holding. You so much. <laughs> he lives inside the bag of holding, and every now and then he'll pop out of the bag of holding to kill unsuspecting people, and they don't know. Yeah, he got the the theory is that he got. I'm so sorry, Richard. It's that okay. Ru- it's I hope one. you had a backup. Did you have a backup? No, you it's have. Fine. I keep telling you to have a I know, backup. I know. I was you hoping. I was to hoping. Me. I was hoping. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. It's okay. Uh, it's Third time's the charm. He'll get it next episode. Yeah, He'll I'll get it, it next episode. But the, the the theory behind it is that he got stuck in a bag of holding. Yes. And he went crazy and whatever magic was in there may possibly made him crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of different things that you could dimension. do with it. Yeah. Um, he's actually in one of my campaigns. Is and he? they don't know That's it. amazing. That's so good. Oh, Have shoot, you seen wait, the pictures of this he, dude? Wait, wait, wait. Do they listen to this? No, they don't listen to this. They're terrible friends. Um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the pictures of this dude? No. Well, mm, maybe. Show show me what we're going. Oh, God, <laughs> fuck, shit. <laughs> oh, what book is that? Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but it is official D&D canon lore. What like, book? this is officially. Yum, 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 yum. This guy, so... Yes, the the story is that yo, he was this an is Ravenloft. Yeah, this is Ravenloft. That makes so much sense. The story is that he was a uh, adventurer <laughs> whose party was dying, and so he jumped into a bag of holding to avoid dying, and in doing so, got lost in the interdimensional space that's inside of a bag of holding. And then the interdimensional space warped his body and mind and he's twisted and, and all this stuff. And now he goes out of, he re- pulls himself out of a bag of holding anywhere, grabs people, pulls them into the bag of holding and leaves behind a trinket that oh, is left behind. He's behind a trinket. He's huh? also the reason why several, he's the, the quote reason why, unquote, uh, people lose items in the bag of holding it's it's you know either he's either taking items from people or taking people and replacing them with items it is wild wild it's super creepy See, i still I love need it. 
Van Richen's Guide to Ravenloft because I love horror stories. Yeah, I do too. And I, it, I, it's I've, literally built for making horror stories. So I, I love it when, and I'll, we'll actually, we'll post these on our Instagram yes. as well. Yeah. Um, these, these pictures will be on our Instagram when you hear this uh, podcast. Um, but when you hear this episode, uh, I also, I love horror. I think that horror on, on an artistic scale, mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily like, um, just straight jump scares or like, you know, normal zombie movies are kind of boring in a sense because they're super repetitive and whatever. But, um, when there's you a take, huge reason why I love the last of us. When you take a, a monster and it looks normal until it turns to look you and the jaw <laughs> opens just a little too wide yeah, and then it opens, it opens more and, and it just it, you just see teeth and there's hinges yep, and it's sharp needle yep. teeth like you notice the fingers <sighs> are a little longer than they're supposed to be and, and, and then it just that is that is beautiful <sighs> horror to me i i like it yes. it's, that, it's that like uncanny valley where it's close enough on first glance to not be bad but then when you look again and you really inspect yeah. it it is not okay <laughs> i think that's one of the most terrifying horror tropes is when yeah. you look at something and you don't see it right away and then you study it a little closer and yeah. then it's too late yeah and then it's too far uh, have late. you heard of like the the stairs in the woods have you heard of this no there uh, there's this big thing that i've heard a lot on like reddit stories and people talk about this on the internet a lot is there are anybody who goes out in the woods, like exp- like wild park people, um, people of that caliber, right? They talk about how if there's there there are these this phenomenon where you go into the woods and you will find a random staircase with no building around it in the middle of the woods. You'll just you'll find this staircase that goes up to nowhere. Okay. People say, and the, anybody that's talked about it has said, do not go near it. Don't touch it. Don't go near it. Walk away from it. N- pretend you never saw it. Never talk about it. Anything. Because if you touch it, bad stuff will happen. Period. It's also like people will disappear. People will. They, there was one story where somebody like walked up the staircase and they like reached out and their hand just disappeared. Gone. Cut off. Gone. Just hand was no, no longer attached to their body could not find it it was gone like stuff like that and and this aspect of like this and i don't know if it's real or not i've heard a lot of people talk about it i was about it. to say where did you, i have heard did you a, hear lot about, a lot of people talk about it it's, it's on i i've seen it on reddit i've seen it on youtube videos that talk about it i've, I've heard people submit stories about this um there are people who like talk about their whole career where they would just they they just they see these things and everyone tells them to stay away Obviously, the people don't because people are curious and whatnot. But it is it is this creepy element of phenomena where it's like, I don't know if it exists. I would not be surprised if something like this exists in our world. I don't know why I would. I don't know what would happen. And they're different. Like, And they also don't appear in the same place. Like, You can go to this. You can try your best to find the same staircase, and it won't be there. And there'll be no trace of it. I mean, I figure as much. It's, it's this like super creepy super i don't know if it's real or not but i find that level of like where you're where you're questioning reality where you're questioning everything and and it just becomes like chilling that artistic level of horror i love i don't like just the jump scares and and uh jason and all like 
Friday the 13th. I don't know. I'm just not the big fan of those types of movies because they're all kind of one note and Chucky and all this stuff. Like, I don't know. It just, it feels very overused and, and not cool. And it's just very, I don't know, basic to me. Uh, but that horror that can make you just question everything. That, that, that horror that just sinks into your bones and you feel it. Yes. That is art and I love that. I've actually played in several there was a um a horror play that we played in um when I was in in youth group and it was so amazing. I got to act in it as one of these characters and we got to be like dragged to hell and it was um we had like these horror masks on our faces that was like covered by a veil and then covered by something else like it was like two veils two layers on top of our mask and so we are being dragged by these like dark angel things that we had in our play yeah and i i'm being dragged by these chains and obviously i'm I'm pretending they're fake chains but um all of a sudden i I was being dragged through the audience they're being you know literally watching us as we're screaming begging for help and then I lurch out at one of the audience members and just start screaming directly into their eyes, help me, please, help me, help me, please. And they know it's a play. But in that moment, oh their face gosh. was broken. Like they were like, I, I can't help you because it's a play, but I want to help you so badly. I want to do something, but I can't because this wow. is a play. I know this is a play. My conscious brain knows this is a play, but this person is staring at me begging for help and I, I can't do anything. Golly. That moment in their face when everything became real was beautiful. Yeah. As, as an actor, as yeah. someone who loved that, it was Oh, it was it was gold, absolute gold to me. I loved that yeah. so much, and that's like I don't know. That's why I say artistic side of horror is fun because it's making something deeper and more real than just a ah uh, scary monster. Here you go, throw it at you. It's gonna chase you down. It's gonna slice you up. All right, cool, whatever. Blood, gore, cool, scary. No, that's not yeah. scary. It's when you can feel something. That's horror. That's yes. art. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Anyway. No. <laughs> And, and that's why I love horrors so much is everything you just said. It's art. It's, 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 ah, yeah, it's so great. It, it's, it's mm. uh, it, it, just in general. I love creepy lore and creepy like yeah. legends and stuff. I once upon a time had a, a fictional blog. Okay. Called, um, journal of a cryptid hunter. Okay. Right? By this fictional character named Gregory Cornelson. Okay. Alright, he worked for a branch of the government that dealt with weird stuff, right? Okay. And he was following up on something and I have like a 50 journal post of him trying to find the Slender Man. Ooh, okay. Um, Slender Man is definitely, I know it's cliche, but it's one of my favorite favorite urban legends of all time the mothman as well the mothman is super cool super creepy because he doesn't do anything but he's one of the creepiest ones yeah love the jersey devil uh wendigos are cool ghosts are awesome like uh skinwalkers things that go bump in the night the boogeyman what's under your bed what's in the closet like the 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 car that that had um I, I think what it was was it was a car crash and it killed some kids 
and every so often you would see their handprints on the windshield you know stuff like that it's just yeah. so cool yeah you know and i wrote so many i think it was closer to 30 but i wrote so much about it because i was so into it and then i started a different series uh called dark legends on okay. another blog i'm debating whether i want to put that on but i might i don't know maybe if i'm asked about it enough maybe i'll put it on the socials <laughs> Maybe if our lovely listeners want it, I'll post that cringy stuff that yeah. I wrote. But I had a zombie series based off of me, but I changed okay. all the names and stuff. And then I had the Dark Legends, which followed um, Jeff the Killer and okay. Slenderman and a whole bunch of other like urban legends from General uh, not General uh, Gregory Cornelson okay. and his niece. Okay, and it was really cool. That one was not a blog post. That one's more like a fictional writing. Yeah. And I had a blast with it because I'm just so obsessed. His favorite, Gregory Cornelson's favorite urban legend, of course, was the Loch Ness Monster. And he went to Scotland and someone stopped him from actually being able to go check out the lake and see all this stuff. Like he got sent back to America for whatever reason. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah. I, I had so much fun writing it. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, it, it was great because my grandparents went to Scotland. And so I took a picture of the shirt that they gave me. Of It was like Lake Loch, you know. Yeah. Uh, or a Loch Ness Monster uh, shirt. It was like black with like a red Scottish like emblem or something on it. Um, And so I put that on the actual like blog as one of his journal posts. Like, oh, I got me a shirt here in Scotland and we're going to find the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> so it was like it was real. Yeah. But it was fictional, you know? Yeah. I, I, had, I had a blast with it. Yeah. It was so That's cool. Awesome. It's fun. Did we, did we answer the question? <laughs> From before we got into this tangent, this was a great tangent. Um, uh, is is there a good character death? Uh, what makes a good character death? I think that anything that just wraps up a story in a way that. So, there is this thing that you see in comics and movies and TV in general, where if you try to go so far without having an ending to a story. It gets it's this thing where they're constantly trying to one up themselves, right? Where a show will throw in a bad guy, and then all of a sudden, now that that bad guy is defeated, you have to come up with a bigger bad guy or a bigger story or a bigger element. See, I disagree, and and I think that that can get so annoying as as a watcher of a show. So like, take and they haven't gotten there yet, but if you look at take for example Avengers, right? They they built this up where. Iron Man made his next suit and then he made his next suit and then he made his next suit and then you had to beat the next villain and the next villain and the next villain. And then you had Thanos, right? Thanos is big, bad. that was so much bigger than anything. When you level up in D and D. Right. But now they have to, you know, where are they going to go from here? What is the next thing? What is the next level? And then they have to beat, I don't know, you know, then they have to beat the God of the Marvel universe. Well then after they beat God, like who's next, right? Who could pose a threat to the Avengers that they beat God, right? Like it, it just becomes this, this repetitive motion of, of futileness where it's like, what's next. And, and then it becomes boring because now you've got yeah. these superpowered beings where they're, they're now bigger than anything you have. So now you have to make something bigger than them, or you have to completely depower them. And both are right are obnoxious and annoying to watch. Yeah. And so I think that, when, I, I yeah, think that's the, when the ending comes in. I, yeah. I think, 
John Favreau is doing a really good job with the Marvel Universe. I think the directions that they're going are really cool. Yes, I don't. I don't think they're there yet. But my question is, what's next? Kane the Conqueror, as well as everything to do with the the Eternals, right? Yeah. And obviously, spoilers ahead. But if you've watched uh, Loki, the the show, they set up for Kane the Conqueror, and well, not the one that they met in that one, but one of his variants. Yeah. Um, they've set up the multiverse, which means we're going to jump real deep into Scarlet Witch's backstory or not backstory, but what all she has the potential to do. Yeah. Because we jumped into her backstory in, uh, WandaVision. Yes. Which was beautifully done. Wonderfully. Yeah. Um, and then we have stuff going on with the Hawkeye series. We've opened that up for quite a few things. We had to continue the story of Black Widow. And so that's kind of all meshed up together now um and now we're getting a new daredevil series we're getting a punisher character coming back in at some point um which is which is great um and so yeah i mean that's that's what they're saying oh and then eternals as well because supposedly because of that we're going to see x-men be introduced and then we're we can have all of that as well there's so much story that they could do and that's not necessarily going to one-up anybody and i really don't want them to one-up i just need deadpool in the mcu <laughs> is what i need and i know they're working on that but like damn when yeah but that that just begs this question of like okay a, a really good example of a of, of what i think is a really good death moment in the in movies in in genre is wolverine in the wolverine movie break my heart why don't you was i mean you had this story this trilogy of movies with hugh jackman playing wolverine right and it was he did such a good job he became this icon of wolverine for a generation of people yeah um who he you know made this character who it was for that generation um Yes, I know there are people who watch comics, and that's not the Wolverine from comics, but he was a Wolverine from the movies, and everybody liked him. Well, then, you know, Wolverine was made to be this, like, immortal person, and then he they made several spinoff movies of just Wolverine and his story, both origins and future, and, like, went back and forth, right? Uh, but the, the final was the movie Wolverine, right? Where in the end of that movie, if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry, spoilers, but he dies... And and they they made it mean something. They made it hit in a way that that impacted you when you watched it. It wasn't they they didn't try to. He was a character where they could. All right, well here he's back. Right. If you look at Wolverine Origins or one of the Wolverine movies where he goes to Japan and like dies. Right. He loses his powers and quote dies. But then they rip rip it out and he's back. Yeah. He heals back up and he's right back in the fight. But in in wolverine or you know in the wolverine movie mm-hmm. they didn't do that yeah they let him die they let him no longer exist in this world logan logan that's right i'm sorry that's what it is logan, logan. um and, and that was a moment that that Which, meant something uh. to everyone else in the movie as well as something as for us watching it meant something he find he had this right, moment right he finally died but in doing so, it opened up new avenues that they could go with other characters and took the direction. But it also allowed Hugh Jackman to step out of that role 
so that he doesn't have to like he doesn't have to continue to try to be that character over and over again um same thing with with iron man in the in the avengers series like him dying meant something to the other characters in the movies as a whole yeah i think his death was very well done if we're gonna put if he also said you know what are some good and bad examples i'm gonna say a bad example is han solo I don't like how they killed yeah. him off. Yeah, it was I very. Really don't. I don't know. It was very sudden. It it didn't like. I don't know. It it felt weird. It was almost rushed a little bit. Nah, you know what? Fuck that, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, that was some his bullshit. Death was, his death was was weird. I'm just gonna use all the power I have and then just disappear into a ghost. Whoa. But then he was still a ghost that was able to in- interact with things. Like he wasn't really dead. He was. But just, he died. He just phased into right another after universe. that. He died but it was right just... after that because of all because of projecting himself. Like yeah. it was really, just, yeah. Re- <coughs> really, <laughs> really. It was, it was weird. Uh, yeah, I think that any there are moments where they'll kill off a character because the actor had to leave or because of whatever, and. Like I get it, but also when you when you push or when you rush that moment, it takes away the yeah. meaning of it. Well, and that was my thing too because did they kill him at the end of the movie? Yes, but and what I'm talking about is Pulp Fiction. John Travolta. I don't know you haven't seen Pulp Fiction. I have not. Uh, but John Travolta's character uh, is real tight with. Samuel L. Jackson's character. Um, and they go through this whole movie. They show you these characters and all this stuff they do. Um, it's a... Um, shoot, what's his name? It's a Tarantino movie, right? And so you're going to... Whenever it comes with, to a Tarantino movie, I feel like you're going to deal with things that are a little confusing. But Pulp Fiction was made in a way where the beginning was not the beginning and the end was not the end and the middle was not the middle. Like, all the scenes were just everywhere. He did it on purpose. Artistically, yeah. it was good. It was good. But the very beginning of the movie actually happens at the end. And even then, that doesn't happen at the end. The ending actually happens about 20 minutes before they show the very last scene. And George Volta dies in a bathroom not knowing who this guy that killed him was. Um, yeah. And and it just Bruce Willis killed uh John Travolta's character and it just it was a terrible I I think example of a character dying when we had all this he, there was no good reason. There was no reason. We had all this stuff and and all this cool things that we found out about him and all this stuff that he did in the show. Um, and then he just dies in a bathroom because some random dude shot him. Yeah. Like, uh, that sucked. I mean, I guess if you want to talk about realisticness, reality, like, I guess, sure. Yeah. He would never know who killed him, why he killed him. But this, this, it's a movie. Yeah. And I will say it's a standalone movie, but you could also argue that the Tarantino movies are a series. <laughs> Technically, they're all interconnected in some way, but I think that'd be a terrible example of someone a character dying. And know it's a standalone. I'm sorry, but <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I I'm trying I'm trying to think because I don't watch a lot. I mean, I guess anime, but even then, I've never seen an anime where they killed a character off too early, and I was really upset about it. Like 
Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood had a lot of good deaths in it, and they timed it so well. Yeah. Um, no, you know what? Tokyo Ghoul, uh, spoilers, season three, from what I remember, Kaneki is dead, and he's the main character for the first two seasons. What the fuck? No, uh, Kaneki was, uh, he was he was not dead he was the ghoul from the the squad so i don't know if that's the same that's not kaneki but it, but it was kaneki but it was mentally someone else like he wasn't he wasn't kaneki but he also was kaneki it was this weird thing where from what i remember because i also haven't finished the full season but he was kaneki but he was also like I thought he got or taken over or something like that. I thought he, he got wasn't. something from Kaneki's body after they killed him, and that's what. Man, okay, now I need to go watch season yeah, three. Yeah, I get, need to watch and watch season yeah, three again too. So but, we need to watch season three and then talk about it on yeah. on an episode. We'll get back to that one. So I, speaking I of death, though, I do have a question that was brought sent in to us. Sure, kind of a, kind of a comment um, that came in from our dice episode several yep. times ago. Okay, uh, even. I hope that answers your question. <laughs> we kind of were everywhere with that because we went off on tangents, but like that's that's what I got. So, yeah. question: Death dice? What? Yes. So, um, death dice. A friend of ours, Trevin, sent in this question or this comment about our dice episode. Um, he said that Matthew Mercer, the DM of Critical Role and one of the yes. big DMs, uh, biggest DMs of, of all time, wonderful um, voice actor as well. Yes, wonderful voice actor. Um, he has talked about on one of the last, like they did this um, wrap up of their last campaign that they had over the summer. He talked about how he was going to donate his bones and make dice out of his bones, basically take his human bones and make dice out of them. And, and then possibly Matt sell Mercer those. said this, Matthew Mercer said this, he wants to do this. Turn my bone into dice. Now, as, as we like have talked okay. about, Matthew Mercer is one of the like, biggest D people of all time a lot of people hail him as one of the best DMs that dice of all set time. would go for twenty five thousand easy e- easily it would go for millions of dollars like it, and what i because i know matthew mercer and i know his heart and i feel like he would be donating all of the revenue for that to charity right he would probably do an auction if this actually happened he would do an auction they would sell his dice his bone dice for millions i mean it would go for auction right for possibly millions of dollars like they, they would sell um what's your take on that what would how do you feel about this like what would, would your I views on this don't think it's going to be as much as people think it's going to be i love matt mercer don't get me wrong i just realistically don't think it's going to be that much how, okay well even thousands that's of a, dollars that's right? a, even, that's, even that's, a nitpick. that's just a nitpick of mine otherwise like fuck yeah dude <laughs> Talk about metal, right? Like, yeah. I mean, well, it's bone, but but <laughs> it's bone. You 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 moron Neanderthal. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm so stupid. Um, no, I I think that's great. I don't know how his wife and family would feel about it. Like if know. he were to die now. But uh, by the way, did you know Matt Mercer is married to um, Marisha Ray? Yeah. 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 Uh, Keelan. Yeah. That who like and then Grog is married to Vex. Yeah. I did Travis, not know Travis that. Travis and Laura Bailey are married. Yeah. They have a kid together. They're yeah. ba- they're fantastic. That's so they're the best wild. couple. The best couple. Love they're, them so much. Oh my gosh. I Both couples. I yeah, love both of them. They're that, all great. I, I had my friend tell me about a wedding 
that happens in Vox Machina. Yes. Yeah. I guess you've heard all of Vox Machina. I, I've heard a lot. I haven't actually watched the full season, but I know he, he told a me a lot some, of the story about the both fact sides. that Keelan's character was crying over like the character and what that character did, but I'm not going to go into it because of spoilers, but yeah. Anyways, um, no, like I'm down. I, 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 do you know Matt Mercer's like favorite color or, cause I feel like whatever it would be, they would probably put like resin of that color in with his bone. Cause you got to balance it somehow. Um, I don't know. I feel like it would probably, honestly, I have no idea what his favorite color is. I feel like it would, they would either end up being red or they end up being multicolored with, if it's red, that's even more morbid. I could see like a, see, but like a evil purple kind of yeah, kind of deal i could see that or too. green either yeah. green purple or red is what i would go for but anyway i i i think it's interesting i don't think that i would want that i think that for me personally that'd be a little morbid and also way expensive and i couldn't afford it anyway but can i feel you, like there'd be a little bit of there but dice out of eyeballs uh i mean why not could you like make big dice and put it inside of a yeah, of course like put the eyeball inside of it and preserve like my eyeball instead of a dice. Yeah, have my eye I looking towards the D twenty. Not want that, have but my, yeah, you could. If I lost, if I had to remove an eye and I could keep it, do you know how fast I would make that into a that dice? So nasty. Do you know though. how fast Ugh. I would turn that into a D twenty? Oh yeah, I mean I believe like, hey, it. Hey, roll my fucking eyeball. <laughs> Conk. I would. I mean, I would hate it. I would absolutely hate it. But it would Here's be Here's sweetheart, play with Daddy's eye. Uh, no. <laughs> it's so gross. But I could see it. I mean, I've seen a lot of people. They'll put other things into dice that yeah. look like eyeballs or whatever, but it's fake. But yeah, I mean, so on Matthew's side, like I would, I find that interesting. I find that oh, kind yeah. of entertaining, and I do think they would probably be one of the most expensive <laughs> dice sets ever. But it definitely would yeah, be. It would it yeah. would end up on top ten most expensive I mean, dice. We're talking I'm guessing. The fans that literally raised eleven million dollars to <sighs> to do their show, they would they would be buying the crap out yep. of those dice. Like they'd be gone. Um if that was something that actually happened. Uh don't know. I don't even know the legality of that crap, but I, I mean <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Uh but I find that interesting, and like <laughs> I think it's funny that he would want to do that. Uh, just I find that entertaining. Yeah, so. oh, big time, big time. Oh, that's so cool. That is so cool. Well, I think we are out of time. Yes, for we are today. Out of time. So let's let's but do hey, some uh, housekeeping real yeah, quick. Yeah. Well, uh, we recently released the uh, our Patreon, Patreon preview. preview. We are going to be releasing our Patreon soon. Mm-hmm. We will let you know exactly mm-hmm. when that happens. Yep. So. Um, but we did release our Patreon preview. Check that out. It's called Rumble and Roll. So hopefully you nope, like that Nope, definitely not. Ramble and Roll. There it is. Yeah, no, for for those of you wondering why we call it Ramble and Roll, because, yeah, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> it happened to be R&R, which, by the way, was an old idea for what we would call the podcast was uh, R- a little R&R. Yeah, that was one of the a ideas little, we threw a out. A little Ryan on a little R&R, a little wrestling recuperation. So, but, so we kind of pulled that in R&R uh, accidentally. I did yeah, not it kind of just that. happened that so, way. But Ramble and Roll sorry. series, that's going to be Patreon exclusive. And we'll, we're trying to make sure that we have at least two of those per month. Uh, if we end up having one per week, that will probably because we have enough Patreons to do that. <laughs> so, you know, the more Patreons we have, 
you know, the more we'll be able to put out. But obviously, we have zero because I haven't put anything out there. So, you know, I have nobody but myself to blame. <laughs> but, you know, that's okay. We're going to be getting that uh, posted real soon here. Uh, I've given myself, and I'm putting this out there, March 1st. We'll be releasing our Patreon March, March 1st. 1st. And I'm putting that on. I don't have everything edited yet, but I am making that my deadline right now. Publicly out there, out like Richard's shaking his head at me. He thinks this is a terrible, <laughs> awful idea. I don't give a shit. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a Facebook group. We yep. have an Instagram. We have a Twitter. We have a TikTok. We're going to be releasing content on all of that. The pictures that I mentioned today are going to be on our Instagram account. Um, we will be posting stuff. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at talktothenerd at gmail.com. That is talk, the number two, at gmail.com. The nerd. Yes. Talk, the number two. The nerd at gmail.com. Talk to at gmail.com. I expected you to like take over at some point and then you didn't. You didn't like, take a it, breath long like, enough for me to do it, sir. I want but anyway, to. I, messed I up. like, well, here's the thing. I like saying the whole thing through. So what I was being is courteous and gentlemanlike because you butted in the first 10 episodes every time I was doing it, <laughs> sir. So I was being nice That's and gentlemanlike right. and letting you okay. finish it. Also, okay. I was getting ready for you to pause so that way I could do it. You know, it yeah, didn't I'm happen. That's okay. So when sorry. I did it originally, it was... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, check out our stuff. Everything's in the description um, on the episode. So make sure you click that. Check out the links. Um talk to the nerd by the time this episode comes out the theme song will be on my official spotify page Heck yes. so please go check it that out. will be in the description as well click yep, it go, go check, check it out. out my other music as well <laughs> because that would be cool every time you stream right. it i get paid for it a cent for every what thousand streams it's cool though Either i'm not, way, I'm not i don't it. i don't care just go listen to it if you enjoy it you enjoy it. if it's not for you then you know just put your middle finger in the air and walk away <laughs> well thank you so much for listening to this episode so much. oh we've had it we've had a, a lot of fun with this as always my name is ryan hall and my name is richard lasco come back next time so you too can talk to the nerd Bye-bye.